hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. Look at this, who'd have thought it? The Fact Podcast, we are back once again, bringing you two, four, six incredible things that we have delved and dived through the internet to find for you. Uh, my name is Dan, thanks so much for listening. This week I've got stuff about actual paint drying and why birthday cakes are disgusting. Connor, in very bright lights, is with us. What you got? Uh, we're going to talk about fruit and how it's packaged and something to do with paper that, yeah, blew my mind. Fruit packaging. <sighs> Stick around, it's a bumpy ride. Andrea's with us too. What have you got? Well, I have sloths have a party trick that puts dolphins to shame and a music fact that is going to rock your world. Oh, <laughs> I tell you, you fought about those taglines. I did, I really did. Very good. The music fact that is going to rock your world. <laughs> Strap yourself in, plastic bags do, why not? It's all coming up. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. Stick around. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. I've been thinking quite hard this week um, because it was brought to my attention a few days ago. What was the first email address you had? Oh, this is such a first radio show. No, no, no. It was very interesting. What Hello, was the first how email is address it? you had? Wednesday <laughs> afternoon. Hey, what's your first email address? You let me know. 81400. Thank you. <laughs> oh, seriously. I'm curious. If you're just stripping for content, were you for your... Other job, is it? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> well, what was your first email address? Because uh, in like the tradition, Connor and I, no doubt, would have had very embarrassing first email addresses. So I want to know I what mean, yours all, was. They're always embarrassing. Is that Jessica loves me at yahoo.com. Jessica was my friend at school and she created it for me. It's very American, um, isn't it? Jessica loves me. Angela loves me. Yeah, I remember that exact moment because she was creating a Facebook account for me. Because okay. my parents wouldn't let me have, have one. Yeah. So, she, oh. so she then created an email and a Facebook. And so Jessica I had that me. email actually for like a long time. <laughs> did, did it ever go on a CV? No. No. Oh, I mean, it? we're no, podcasters no. and TikTokers. We've never filled out CVs. But I used it for longer than I'd like to say. I would say so. Well, I've got another question about that, which just, what was your first email address? I think mine was like, FIFA lover, something like that, like Mario lover. It was definitely to do with a game and the, the fact that I loved it. Classic. Uh, like, I think I was MSN. Didn't MSN used to have like a email option? Yeah. yeah and I, I mean, it's long gone now. You can still access it. And then I think I had one for like my MySpace and it was like cool and it was like, I don't know, like fashionable boy at MSS. So bad. <laughs> it's cute. St- still fashionable. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad though, isn't it? I am. Um, it's I, good though. It's a good question to ask people. It's a good first date question. Say that, see how you get on. What was your first email, Andrew? Well, <laughs> mine was because I was like reminded about MSN over the weekend. Mine was... Oh, here we go. The Dazmeister at, oh, teen- at Teenage Dirt. Oh, so bad. 
teenagedirtbag.com. That is worse, and I'm not just saying it. It wasn't that... sleepy time to you, lover. <laughs> no. Oh. no, 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 no. I've run out of my sleepy time. So what? Time oh, time. The Daz Meister. Meister, not master. No, the Daz Meister, and Meister. I spelled Meister M I I S T E R at teenagedirtbag.com. Oh yeah. Oh. Did you ever have um, in the states BBM? No, that sounds. Like BlackBerry Messenger. Oh, okay. No. God, that was good. So BlackBerry Messenger, I never got involved with it. But, it, you know, BlackBerry phones? Yeah. Uh, the, the, with a little keyboard on it. There was a, a thing about about 15 years ago where you, you people would share their BlackBerry Messenger pin with each other. And that was like a new way of texting. The best bit about it as well. So I'll give you a little picture as to like 15 years ago in Connorland. You'd have a BlackBerry phone, which is ridiculous. They're made for businessmen, but everyone had the BlackBerry Curve because it was like the kid version. It was affordable. So BlackBerry Curve with BBM, which was like a WhatsApp version of the BlackBerry Messenger. Then you had your MSN account. And on your MSN account, underneath your name, you'd have your BBM pin. And on your BBM, underneath your name, you'd have your MSN link. And all you'd do is just jump between the both and have the same conversations. Hey, <laughs> you are. Nice to see you over on MSN. Then you jump on a BBM. Hello, how are you? on It's just rubbish. Useless. I wonder, you were talking about Jessica Loves You at Yahoo.com. Yeah. I don't... Jessica now? Probably not somewhere. She wasn't great friends. Oh. <laughs> she was like, she was into... Forget, um, forget I hope she's day. okay, but she just I was kind really of... I really hope that she's one of our listeners. <laughs> she's on Instagram. Yeah. I hope she's doing well, but I just... You don't. Just, you really you know, don't. I, just, I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> well, Sorry. so, like... In the UK, school kids aren't nice to each other. Like, even if you're mates, right, you're still mean. I don't know if you've seen the in-betweeners, right? But, like, that's the level. We're never, like, mate, bloke mates especially are nasty to each other all the time. I mean, then. I don't get the vibe that that's the same in the States. It just feels like kids are too sweet to each other. Yeah. I mean, I think it's also that, like, banter isn't the same in the US as in, like, you something that's like mean in the US and like banter in the US isn't really it's like nice here it's like consider it's not that I remember I once one of my uh, I was at my cousin's in Austin and one of their friends was staying at the same time and we was going off to do like some party thing or whatever and you know typical British humour bog standard dad stuff is where like they get ready walk out and then you turn around and you go well you best get dressed you know we're back go out in 10 minutes done it to him absolutely flabbergasted didn't know yeah. he was coming or going he was like but I am dressed and I was like and he was very, very offended by it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, come on, man. It's British humour. That's an absolute dad. That is a dad classic. <laughs> yeah. My dad like... does that all the time. Mum comes down. Oh, you best get ready, eh? She's in her best frock. Brilliant. But this American guy was like, <laughs> so rude. <laughs> Story of my life at university. I just didn't get any jokes for like three years. Well, welcome to Baffled anyway. Hopefully you'll set it in because our, our sarcasm... <laughs> You must go home and go to your husband. Uh, they said this today. Yeah. She's taking the piss Are out of me. Mean, do I need to speak to HR? <laughs> <laughs> right. so. so here's the deal. If you've never listened before, uh, we've spent like the week researching, doing deep dives in like the internet, maybe some books as well. And we will share you interesting tidbits we've learned. Good pub ammo. You just decide whether they are worth sharing or if they should be chucked away. Uh, Connor, what have you got? Uh, never knew this, but apparently round fruit, when it comes to actually like manufacturing uh, products to kind of wrap it up, can be a little bit of a, a concern. It can be quite hard to package round fruit. So uh, in Korea, some apples are grown in plastic moulds, which create a square shape. And they sell square-shaped apples to overcome packaging issues in the country. And they look very weird. 
So, oh, so they grow the apple inside a square. So they plant it and then grow it within within a tight container, which is a square. Did you know that? But like, what does that do? Well, apparently, so I was looking online, apparently all of the packaging issues are to do with round fruit. Apparently it's really, really hard to do and you have to use plastic in order to do that. So therefore they want to reduce the amount of plastic they use and then by having square fruit, apparently they can package it easier and better. I don't know. Might be time consuming as well. Maybe it's easier, but square apples are a thing. How would you... I don't think you could eat a square apple. No, but then I thought this too, and this is why I thought it was a good fact we can discuss. I would probably prefer to eat a square apple than I would actually a round apple. I think it'd have nice edges to it, like a bite of that corner. Oh, Does it hurt your teeth when you eat apples? Because it hurts my teeth. Like, it's like... It did for about two years after I had my braces off. Um, really bad. Oh, no, it hurts to eat anything after you get braces. It actually makes my gums bleed at the bottom, though, sometimes, mm. where I'm like, you know... I'm slightly allergic to them, so I can't eat them anyway. Oh, so this so. is this this square apple is, is gone over my head. I will say, if I bought this fact to the show, mm. you would have none of it. No, yeah, I wouldn't. You you, you would criticise this straight away. Would you like to see a picture of a square apple? Yes. Yeah, just there. Oh, I don't like that. That's so wrong. No, because it's almost That's rectangular. So it's like an oblong. It it looks kind of squashed and narrow. But I wanted to ask. I don't reckon that's real. Both of you, this, but... Yeah, because right, cause it seems to be real because there was a lot on it, but apples grow on trees, correct? So how do they consume one apple to grow within a square when it grows on a tree? I can't work out how that works. They must have to put something on the... On, well, if on it the, is the real... Kind of branch that hangs with the apple. Like, yeah, if it is real, I imagine they have to put almost like a cell, a box, a prison around the very early baby apple. So then when it grows, it grows and it fits the mould. Wouldn't it just burst? I don't know. Depends mm. on what they're using for the moulds and also if they're reusing them because if they're not, then isn't that like the same amount of plastic as you'd be? Just defeating the object. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But maybe they're not doing it to save plastic. They're just doing it because it's a real faff to hmm. package an apple. I wanted to bring it to the, to the podcast as well because who bloody knew there were square apples in the world? I didn't until today. So I don't like that. Yeah. I didn't know there's square apples out there. So if you go to Korea, buy yourself a square apple. Why not treat yourself? There you go. It's one of those things that are like just slightly different. That kind of like freaks you out because it's slightly different. It's like baby bananas. Went to America. Never knew you'd done them. Little tiny bananas. Yeah. Way better. Sweeter, tastier. Oh, so good. Little mini ones. But bananas aren't massive. I'm, I'm, they I'm, are. I'm not they eating are. a banana thinking, oh, this is too much. Yeah, but these were just... <laughs> oh, this, this is a meal. I ain't, I ain't doing that. No one needs a baby banana. Well, of course you're not, because your stomach's all shrunk up, because you're vegan. All you have is tofu. You need to expand it. Are you vegan? Vegetarian. Oh. He's vegan. having a go at me. <laughs> He's having a go at me. You are vegan. Vegetarian. We always have this discussion. He eats cardboard. You know that thing called tofu? Apparently... I didn't even need to ask. <laughs> what a Andrea. load of rubbish. She Nobody likes loves tofu. the tofu. I came in with a pumpkin spice latte last week and you knew I like tofu. <laughs> yeah, I did. It's I know just... everything about you. Okay, right. The only time I've ever had it was when it was like teriyaki once with like a bit of seasoning on it. I had it for the seasoning. You cannot tell me it's good in a ramen. It's all slog... Oh, it's horrible. It's all soggy. But it adds to the texture in my opinion. Thank you for this, because I've been and having this battle for years and years and years, and I, I'm fed up of coming up with arguments, so it's great that you've got a new one. Veggie's much better. Just no, but it's got more it. protein. Because I love a veg ramen, but I wouldn't put tofu in it. But when mm. you're people like Andrew and I, who are very concerned with our macronutrients, 
because <laughs> because we're because we're like exercising, we're down the gym, we're lifting. You have to be wary of how much uh, protein you're getting into your body versus carbs and fat. Mm. So you have your tofu because there's a lot of pr- protein packed into what is a small you're down the gym lifting. Then you fell off. I was actually what's this morning? Mm. Oh. <laughs> you did Just absolutely scream gym lifter though. Chest and try this morning. Do what? Yeah, good, mate. Good for you, man. Big good struggle. I don't because I go to a gym, but everyone else is much hencher than me. Oh, much yeah. hencher. So, and I'm not. I've only been going there a couple of months, and I'm not at the stage yet where I can ask them if they'll spot me on the uh, on, How often on, do you on go? the bench press. Right, it's a great question. I go to the gym three times a week, but I lift twice a week, and I swim three times. It's a not week. enough. Well, That's a lot. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Not Jeez. enough. You need to be lifting more, mate. Thank you. Yeah, I'll I'm put a... you in contact. My mate Reese down at Essex. He does a little online course, mate. Get you sorted in no time. <laughs> Lovely. PT Reese. Yep. What was your fact? Sorry. Apple's a square in Korea. What's your first fact of the show, Andrea? My first fact sloths can hold their breath longer than dolphins. How long is that? Is like, so they can hold their breath for 40 minutes. Completely- and dolphins, dolphins need to come up for air every 10 minutes. But it's because they can, like, the sloth doesn't know that it's doing that, right? I what imagine. do you mean? Well, oh, do- like do- just... dolphins have to consciously do that because they're quick, they're nimble, they're always they're, they're diving so do down. Dolphins no, hold their sloth... breath when they come out. Uh, no, when they come, so they come up for air every ten minutes. Oh, so dolphins sloth... hold their breath under underwater. What do you think they did? I thought they breathed underwater. Yeah, because they're mammals. They're mammals. That's what oh, it is, isn't it? It's interesting. Um, okay. But so sloths can actually hold their breath for forty minutes by slowing their heart rate down. Yeah. I don't know if they do it consciously or if they... Well, but the sloths don't do anything. Here's the thing. Like, <laughs> sloths sloth just there with his mate, like, mate. I just can't be bothered. Best breathing in a minute, mate. <laughs> hey? What's going on here? Sloths are, like, they don't do anything. Like, sloths go to the toilet once a week because they have to go down to the floor and it takes them so long to do it. They, they don't want to do it often because they'll get eaten. Yeah. So, so they're such lazy creatures that they're doing that without realising it. They don't need to breathe a lot because they're not using a lot of energy. What's I do little, that. What? I do that all the time. What, go down do to the floor for a toilet <laughs> no. once a week? Go down to the toilet once a week? Wait till the husband's out of the house so he doesn't need <laughs> you do it. Anyway, I'm off. I'll best get down. Go for a little uh, quick one. Anyway, yeah. I'll be back with you in about an hour. It's a good job you've got all those candles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, Monday, sorry, what 2 o'clock. What, what were you saying? <laughs> off she no, goes. Uh, out the door. Just going to go for a little one, little poo and that. See you later. I was talking about the breathing. <laughs> What you, what you forget to breathe? Yeah, like I forget to breathe. Like I'll be doing something, and then I'll just like I'll be cooking or like focusing on something, and I'll just forget to breathe. <laughs> Is that really stupid? That's I mad. Like, like... That's mad. <laughs> what are we meant to do with that? What? And then you're like. Oh God! So Andrew, no, I don't, I don't. I don't know what it is. Like I'll be editing or doing something. I'll be focusing I, on something, and so I just basically don't when breathe. You, fo- you pause. I get so you're like that. Yeah. And you, so you're, and then you start. Uh, yeah. It's like, I swear it's a thing. Four weeks of, of us doing this as a, as a trio, right? And like, it, I've learned it, so much. It is glorious to see every week. There's like a new little thing that's that drips out of you. And then this week is yeah. Sometimes I forget to breathe. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I forget to breathe. Sometimes you know I go out once a week for. a Number two. <laughs> I forget to breathe and I go to the toilet once a week. What more do you want? Um, so with the sloth things, I'm intrigued by it. So they don't need to breathe because they're so lazy. Well, I'm look, I'm, I am. This is a theory of why this happens, but they're not using a lot of energy, so they don't need to breathe a lot because mm. they're just s- sleeping. They're sleeping on their branch. 
That makes sense. So they don't need to uh, create new energy, which is why they would breathe. So they just don't need to do it a lot. I imagine that's why. They've probably got a really slow heart rate as well. They're very cute sloths, aren't they? But they are a little bit rubbish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Aren't they? Like, they're very cute. But do they do anything for nature, like, in terms of their contribution is a good thing or a bad thing? Do we know? I know I'm going off course here, but I'm intrigued by sloths now and I've never really thought about it. But do they do something that contributes well to... In the ecosystem. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or are they literally just like... I feel like I've heard something that they did. I mean, they, like, grow ecosystems on their on themselves because they're they're like in one position for so long i guess tiny There's... animals burrow into a sloth's hair to eat delicious algae that often grows there so oh, they like a poem say it again so Hold they... on, ready 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 you ready for sloth poem yeah dan give a sloth poem and do it in your most you know sort of you know dan way possible do you want excited dan do you want dan well, no tell, me the, poem. tell me the poem imagine i'm falling asleep imagine i've stopped breathing <laughs> ready Tiny animals burrow into a sloth's hair to eat delicious algae that often grows there. So basically, they're almost a host for loads of little creatures. So that's their purpose of the ecosystem. Hmm. Was that your going to bed? Was that when you have a kid, you'd speak at that level? <laughs> Was that what you would do? Is that how you'd deliver? No, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I might shout. I might shout, I might get very annoyed. I've never, ever met a sloth. No. <laughs> You've never met a sloth? Never met oh. a sloth, ever. No. But- Go to London Zoo, they have them. And you can, like, they're, like, just hanging around. They're not in cages. Kind of freak me out a bit, sloths. Their faces are a bit human. Have you seen the really, like, the creepy sloth memes? Yeah. That's always... Have <laughs> you seen like... it in Australia as well, where the people just stop and get out and just lift them out of the road? Because they're so slow and lazy. Yeah. So they get stuck in the middle of a road and they have to stop in the car, get out, lift them. Yeah. Slow, lazy. Slow and lazy. There we go. That's so why they're not breathing. We've learned something today. Sloths and you forget to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> right, first fact of the show for me. Uh, this is all about a, f- a film about paint drying. So there is a film director called Charlie Shackleton, and he was so annoyed with the BBFC. Right, The BBFC are the British Film Classification Board. So you know when you watch a movie and it says this is a 12A, this is an 18, they're the ones that decide that. They have to watch a film to make that decision. Do you, do you have that? Do you, do you know what that is with the ratings and stuff? Yeah, but I think it's different in the US. It is different. So sometimes films in the US will be different ratings to what they are in the UK. So Yeah. yeah and br- they have different ratings. Yeah. 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 So you have like rated R, don't you? And stuff yeah. like that. Or rated X. Or yeah. rated X. And then 15, you've got to be 15 and over to go. We'll go with an adult, et cetera, et cetera. To watch it. But here in the UK, yeah, we have the BBFC. And they have to watch a film to, if you want to show it in cinemas, to decide what age rating they're going to give it. It costs the filmmakers £101.50 plus £7 per minute of runtime to have a film reviewed, which can be quite a lot if you're... uh, It's a 90-minute film at average, an hour and a half, 90 times... What was that? Uh, Well, 100 and... It's going to cost you about a grand for a 90-minute film, basically. Thanks, Dan. Cheers. Thanks for breaking it down, though. No, no no bother at all. Uh, and it's going to... Uh, if you're a young up-and-coming filmmaker with no money, that's Probably quite... Money, uh, yeah. yeah. So this guy, Charlie Shackleton, had enough. So he filmed paint-drying for hours. Hours and hours and hours. 14 hours worth of just paint-drying so that the BBFC would have to sit through it to review it. So that, oh. was his, that was his protest. His get back was, look, you're going to charge me loads of money. I'm going to make you sit through 14 hours worth of paint drying. And he crowdfunded uh, all the money that he needed to pay to get this done. It's torture. 
That is torture. They did it in two sittings. 14 hours. Yeah. They did it in two, two sittings. Two sittings. Uh, I'll be like, Andrew, can you start breathing, please? <laughs> <laughs> She'd be in the corner like that. <laughs> but he did it quite... Uh, I'd die. It, quite well, 14 hours worth of footage of white paint. He specifically chose white <clears> paint <throat> because it's got a certain Tom Sawyer charm. It was drying in 4K resolution. That's oh. that's good stuff. Here's my thing with ratings. Now, I sometimes think that kids' films are sad and they shouldn't be rated for kids. Like Nemo. Well, that would have been a PG. No, but that's, a, that's like real life. That's the whole point of it. You know, like... Oh. So this got a U, which is universal, which means anyone can watch it. And I think to get a U, there has to be no threat at all. So something right. like Bambi, something like Nemo, that would have got a PG. You need Bambi. parents with you. Bambi's sad. Yeah. Bambi's really sad. It's real life, though, isn't it? I remember when oh, I went to see my... Oh, bring us down to earth! There we go. Oh, it is real life, though. I remember when People I went to see People die my... all the time. My first mm. 18, and I felt like such a geezer. What was it? What was your first? I think it was like a Texas... It may be Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something like that. Something scary. It wasn't very scary. And... Uh, yeah, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to my first 18. Like, I felt really, really good. Rubbish film. Yeah. yeah proper rubbish. <laughs> when I turned 15, I immediately went down to the local HMV where we would buy DVDs and stuff. And the cheapest one that I could find and afford was Ali G in the house. Oh, nice. So Have that... you seen that? I've Yeah, I've seen bits of Ali G, I think. I've just not seen like an entire is no, it a film or is it episode? That, that was the film that he oh, made right, of okay. the TV show which I think was kind of culturally and contextually important of the era. But when you were 15, I don't think it was the first film I needed to go and buy for three quid, Ali G in the house. Mm. No. Ali G in the house, probably pick it up in your local charity shop, a couple of quid. 14 hours worth of paint drying, what would you, what would be worth I'd just doing that? And I'd just, I'd but you'd have to do it, this is your job. I'd leave and just have to sort the job out. I can actually can understand why he's doing it. I'd be sick of it. I couldn't do but it. But this is your job. I'd leave and quit. You could, but they're probably quite well paid. Well paid on, would you do it? What else are you going to do? Would you do it? I'd do it. Yeah. I've oh. done worse things. What have you done that is worse than sit through 14 hours of watching paint dry? I used to have to clean schools. <laughs> clean schools? Yeah, I would go into uh, primary schools after I finished school and I would help the little old ladies clean them up. Really? Is that like a volunteering thing or was it like... No, a... I got paid for it. Oh, right. Volunteer. <laughs> I got paid for it. You're like, Margaret, any chance I'm just like doing a little bit with you? Maybe clean up the toilets and that. Is that no, what? because in America, you you have to do volunteering at school. I tell you what, the more I learn about America, the, it's just such a, like, a, like a wacky place, like one end and the other, you know? That's something I completely forgot about. You have to do community, like it's like 40 hours of community service to graduate high school. Silly. It's quite nice. Pointless. Well, hold on a minute. Interesting information. Very interesting information. Why did you clean? Why? What was part-time job? Yeah, part-time job. Basically, I... It's rubbish. Like, there's bakers that you can go and get a job in. Like, pints you can pour. There you are. We're not getting into... It was very convenient for me. Basically, I had a job at a local chemist. They wanted to cut my wage by a pound an hour. So I quit that job. Uh, they, They were baffled. Thank you. Next day... God, you are such a chemist. I just... I can see it. Wait, can't was, you just mate, see it? It was super drug. It wasn't... I was telling made <laughs> Did you up. wear your little headset? No, I didn't have a headset at the time. Uh, and get the, the, the people that used to steal most from super drug back then were um, like 14-year-old girls nicking makeup. Half of my day was spent trying to stop them from stealing oh, makeup. Oh, seriously? Okay, let's role play then. We've just had 50 quid of makeup nicked. How are you approaching it? What did you do? What are you talking about? Well, I've just I've, I've I've done me pockets full. I'm off out super drug. Are you, you know? nicking it? Here? Yeah, superhero Dan's arrived. There you are in your 
in your super drug t-shirt what did you say what a great question depends who it was if it was girls like they would be 14 and they were quite easy to 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 get it off you would just say what have you done and they would get up instantly yeah scared occasionally you'd get rogue like dudes who would come in and nick weird stuff and then me and a guy that i work with called raymond would have to leave and leg it after him yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, promise you. We have to tackle. It's like a really rubbish Batman and Robin, isn't it? We're, Dan we're... and Raymond running down. Where did you work? Uh, Super Dragon Bratnell. Raymond was a. <laughs> Raymond was a. <laughs> he was a character. No, Raymond, Dan and Raymond. Raymond was hard. Raymond was hard. Was he? Yeah, really hard. Was he one of those ones where on the surface he's just like normal and then you switch and he's like. <laughs> no, no, everyone knew that he was hard. Right. So there'd be me and him, a super drug, bam, and we'd love it if someone tried to nick some it because then you'd have to run and chase after him. And like a couple of times in the middle of Bracknell Town Centre, St George, St uh, Princess Square, we would be, bam, shackling him down on the floor to save some on like, the hair. Floor? Yeah, big time. To save some hair dye. See, you know, anyway, quit that job. And then the next day I was complaining to my mate that I didn't have any work. And his mum said, oh, well, there's an opening in my cleaning job. Do you want that? And I said, yeah. Then two weeks later she left. Thank you. What How long did you do that? I did that for five months. And oh. everyone, that, when I started, this is really, when I started, there were five, me and then four other honest, women, very quickly, mate. me and four other yeah, women, they not, all left and it was me and one other woman. We're sorry. definitely like not bothered about your part-time job. You asked about Because we're currently five minutes in. For part-time jobs for you, have you done them? Have you had? Yeah, loads. What did you do? I, for a while, after, uh, so I graduated high school early to work basically to then be able to come over here for university. And I did three jobs at a hotel in Newport Beach. What job? And it was very like, it was, uh, so I was a restaurant host. Newport Beach and super drug chaser. (laughs) So bad. Newport Beach. Yeah, so instead of people stealing things, I was dealing with um, lots of plastic faces. Okay. Ah, okay. And very like uh, entitled people. But what was you doing there? Uh, Spa receptionist, restaurant host. (laughs) Uh, what else was I? Oh, you'd be I a great spa When I was 18. Thank you. It's the tone of voice, I think. Perfect yeah. pre, pre-treatment. I feel that about you, your tone of voice. If you went to me, give me the makeup, I'd hand it right over. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, sorry, sir! <laughs> yeah, tone of voice, it matches. No, I agree. You've got that dominance. I got told when I was 18, because I was 18 when I was working there, to that it's like, oh, it's the perfect age to get plastic surgery. You should get plastic surgery at 18. <sighs> that's like that's the kind of stuff that I was... Um, shoot, like, yeah, no, out. I got my nails done all the time and stuff. So. And they'd fish out 50% on plastic surgery too if you needed it. <laughs> That's mental, isn't it? 18? You're offering up plastic surgery to get... I mean, to be, insane. to be fair, it was like a woman that was like in her 40s that looked like she was like 20. Well, there we go. It's like There's botched, Newport it, Beach. Newport Beach, yeah. What was your... Botch, the TV no, show. No, what was your... Uh, part-time you jobs. Um, uh, first, I worked in Top Man. Yeah, I could see that. Is Top Man still... No, it's all gone it, now. Yeah, but it was, it is, back in the it? day, it was like... It was sort of the shop, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it's all online now, Top yeah, Man. Yeah, yeah. So but I worked in Top Man. When you were 15, 16, 17, Top Man was where everyone in the late noise were dressed like someone from the kooks from Top Man. Mm. That was my first job. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I didn't work when I was like... You know, people done like paper rounds and stuff when they were like 13. I just used to get pocket money for doing stuff, like washing the car... You know, cutting the grass. You ever have to stop anyone nicking something? Well, a top man. No, we had two big security because where it was a so top man back in the day was like just the place to be. Like everyone was always in top man. When we went to a shopping centre. Top man was packed, so we had two security guards, and they were good. But everyone tried to nick stuff. Hmm. It's a shop. 
Should have had you there. I'd be chasing. <laughs> yeah, you and Raymond. <laughs> Hello, my name is Mark Thompson, your guide aboard the Constellation Station podcast. Tune in every Monday for your weekly guide to all things going on in the skies above the UK that week. From meteor showers to comets and eclipses to supernova explosions, I will have it all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast or wherever you get your podcasts from. But until then, let's hope for some clear skies. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You might have seen some fantastic uh, Instas and TikToks we've got going now. I'd love you to watch them and like get involved in the comments, mainly because I'm getting a lot of hate and I need your help to stop people calling me bellends. Uh, it's baffledpod.com if you want to say hello. It's been two weeks. No, three weeks. Still hit hard. And I'll tell you why. Oh, the, you still after that first call? Come on, The joy man. of having you on here, Andrew, as I said, bring a lot of eyes to our product, but also there's a lot of wrong-uns on there that you've that you've dragged over who call And the best bit about yeah, it is, is that, that. If, if the lovely, you know, little um, sort of like picture that sits on the front of the video is lovely Andrea or, or me and then all of a sudden it just clips during the video to you. What's wrong with that? Well, you know, you're there moaning. Oh, you know. <laughs> uh, I'll probably call you that on the comments. Bafflepod.com. <laughs> it was your... actually gone, <laughs> I need your support. Carter, give us your last fact to the show. Uh, okay, so calculations suggest that 136 billion sheets of A4 paper would be needed to print out the entire World Wide Web. How many? 136 billion sheets of A4 paper yeah. have been calculated, if that got printed, would be the whole of the World Wide Web. If the printouts were piled up, it would stack taller than Earth. 
What font are we using? No, don't. What size? Yeah, what typeface? What font? 12. Oh, I don't know. Just average. Let's go for Times an Ariel. Uh, what is it? Ariel? Is it Ariel? What is Ariel 12. Ariel 12. There we go. Done. Your average, probably, you know, email, email. font. Helvetica but it's that higher, higher than earth. Yeah. It got me thinking. <clears throat> I wonder how many areas of the internet, obviously we've not been to a lot of it, but like you'd be like, wow, about. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't remember the last time I stumbled on something on the internet. I was like, this is cool. This is a great Whereas question. When I first started, I stumbled upon things. I'd be like, oh my God, this is great. Yeah. I've never played a game on all these things. Now, I'm like, I don't know what I'd stumble across where I'd be like, this is cool, wherever that exists. Hmm. If you compare it to the world, you know, if all the internet sites are different places of the world, it's kind of like you've stumbled around your town and you just keep going to the same three shops. You know, I'm going to what, like Twitter, Google, and then Reddit. And yeah, then I'm just bouncing between these places. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because you had like social media that was like completely new and coming out. So then there was like different types of it. And then there was like, I don't know. Because I remember when Not like, really. it all started. Like, I remember when Twitter started. Yeah. I remember how like, oh my God, like everyone's talking about it at school. Like, oh my God, are you tweeting? <clears throat> blah, blah, blah. I don't know if there's anything new that's going to come out that's going to sort of make us feel like that. On yeah. the internet. Or that I'd discover and be like, I remember when I discovered mini clip games. It's like, this is insane, you know? Like, There's that McBroken website. Have you seen that? It tells you the status of all the McFlurry machines in McDonald's around the world. Now that is a good website. It's real. And it's and it works, by the way. Does it really? Yeah. It but, tells you the work the McFlurries. Yeah, it tells you whether the McFlurry machines are working because famously they never work. Oh, yeah. Well, they, I don't yeah. know if that's a British thing, though, but they never bloody work. They never work. Because no, it, it that's feels, in America. It, it feels like you're going in and the people working can't be bothered to make it. So they're like, no. oh, it's broken today. But this will tell you whether they're working or not. There was also that website, 12 Foot Ladder. I don't know if you ever saw that, where you could bypass paywalls. So if, you know, you, you want to see an article from like thetelegraph.com or a newspaper, you would plug it into something called 12 Foot Ladder. I think it might have just gone and you could read it without paying. There was another one where you could put things in a cart as well and then it would apply or like tell you not to buy it from there and take you to the place where you could get it cheaper through coupons and stuff. That's yeah, good. honey. I think there, there was a little mm. thing you could get on your browser called Honey, where it would oh yeah, it honey. would like crawl through all of the deals that you could get, and it would shove that on whatever you're buying. Any cool websites in your world? Chat GPT is cool. Yes, that's probably AI writes the emails. Yeah, for I guess you. like AI stuff. Oh, is... interesting. Do you use that for your fact finding? Do you? No. I've never actually... Is it a website? I don't actually know well, if it's a website. You exposed yourself there. Because, I mean, I do <laughs> the bare mints. But what we've got over here is AI doing the work for it. I mean, come on. That's a good fact. That's a good thing. I should start that using that. Yeah, that's mental. What do you use it for? I don't use it. I've never used it. Oh, you've never used it? No, oh, I've never so used good. it. I, although I have used uh, AI on... Pre no, Photoshop. Which is but, yeah. so cool. Because it makes your... It, like, could put you in a completely different place to your photo. The thing with that chat, all that AI, it's <clears> like, <throat> it's so, you could literally just make a Friends episode or like a Simpsons episode through it. Just well, yeah, that's why, it. that's why it's like creators, like creative people are very like scary. Yeah, of it. course. It's why there's a lot of strikes as like, well, isn't uh, it? Yeah, of course. Well, Basis my husband, course. yeah, my husband works in a like gaming studio. So a lot of artists are like terrified of, yeah, yeah. Uh, of AI. And I can understand why, you know, but. Could, they, could AI do this podcast in Malarkey? It's all about human touch, I think. Yeah. It would have said the fact it wouldn't have waffled on for like four minutes about No, it doesn't have reaction either. Breathe. You know, like you really needed a good old scene too with the old Dan and Raymond comment. AI hey, wouldn't have done that. <laughs> what was that fact? 136 billion sheets of A4 paper 
would cover World Wide Web printed out. You stack that up. Oh, yeah, you missed the best bit. You stack it up. It's longer than Earth. You said, yeah, you said that. Great. I just, I didn't think that was meant that many pieces of paper for some reason. But when you said... billion. <laughs> I'm not very good with numbers. That's 136 I... with nine zeros after it. It's 136,000 million. <laughs> I can't picture that. I don't know what it is. You can tell me a it's number reaction. of things. 136 billion. <laughs> you can tell me a number of things and I just like, I don't know what it is. I can't visualize it. I would need She's to. She's trying to breathe. Oh, hang on. <laughs> I forgot like, to breathe. Breeze. You said 136 billion. Yeah, yeah, 136. <laughs> to get to 136 billion, to get yeah. to that number, I would need to give you a a pound. That no, that is, that's 400. Hang on, that, the amount of no, you know, scratch this. I can't get the number out. <laughs> uh, Andrea, what's your second fact of the show? Okay, um, so. Jimi Hendrix taught himself how to play the guitar and never learned how to read music. Oh, you see, this, we had a fact <clears> like <throat> this really, really early on in Baffled about the Beatles. Oh, Similar. yeah. The Beatles never could read music. Yeah. And it's just, look, it's a good fact with stuff like this because of how successful they've been. Mm-hmm. Having not been able to read music, I find it quite, I find it interesting because there's got to be a level, wasn't there, at some stage when you're collaborating and making music as good as what Hendrix and the Beatles have, where you're working with other people that are going to be incredible musicians that probably read music and then you need to somehow but he would adapt. Not, he Do you would, know what I mean? I've been... Because I know that this is true of the Beatles as well, at least at the start, and I've been watching, re-watching the Disney Plus documentary about them, Get Back, where yeah. it follows them. Very good. Yeah, it follows them making an album. And while it's not clear if they can read music, but they know the names of the notes. Yeah. And they know if they're playing like an F sharp or an E flat or something. So although he might not have been able to read it, like they know, like he knows what it is. He knows like whenever he's playing a C chord or a G seven chord. It's like a self taught. Like they're just basically self-taught. yeah. They just know the sound of it. It's and then like they learned along the way. Yeah, it's a bit like Phoebe and Friends. You know when Mossy's playing the bagpipes. Yeah, she's there like e e e g g. Bit like that. That's oh, like yeah. one of my favorite scenes from Friends. Yeah, so funny. <clears throat> I would never compare myself to Jimi Hendrix. That's something, oh, that's something for you to just, do. Hold on a minute, man. But I, I'm self-taught with guitar as well, and I can't read guitar music. I can read tabs. Mate, I can read playing, piano music. Playing Wonderwall and Bar Bar, whatever, that isn't playing the guitar. I can, play, I can, I can say I'm not, you know, I would never compare you myself really, to Jimi You really do. Like, I mean, whoever, I'd love to meet your... They just pumped confidence into you. Like, <laughs> well, my parents. Yeah. They were like, whatever you do... You're just great. Yeah, you want to be out guitar? Go crack on, fella. Go on. Yeah, guitar. Well, I have, I have to say about myself because people are slagging me off on TikTok, so just someone's got to be boosted. Self-talk. So where's that sort of career taking you then? No self-talk guitar? Well, got... I, I do want to make money of it. You written a song? Oh, many songs. <clears throat> Lover from Suburbia. That was I've one. never played an instrument. Ever. That's Seriously? You like the curiosity. Never. You kind of look like someone that plays guitar. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Take that, what, a little bit like, sort of like James Bay? James Morrison? Yeah. You don't know who that is, don't you? James Morrison's The Doors, no? No. 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 That's Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. Who's yeah, James? I think I the minute know. you hold a guitar, you are cool. The, um, do you feel cool when you hold a guitar? Depends what song I'm playing. Unless right. you're in a circle around the beach, yeah, right. around the bonfire. and Is that what you, is that, is that you do? do you the thing a, is... Man, I'm always, hold on, mate, around the beach, do you think? I'm always reticent about it because, like, the second someone brings out a guitar, everyone's like, oh, God, this guy again. Do you Why sing as well? Why is this guy well? bringing out a guitar? What? 
I mean, I can, I, I sing, but I can't sing. As in, I do sing, what I lack in tone and tune, I make up for in gusto and confidence. So I just bail it out and we see what happens. Right. Uh, but yeah, I'm all right at guitar. Yeah. Depends so what Matt I'm playing. Matt is an incredibly talented human. See? Yeah. What, what, what instruments then do you play? Guitar. You guitar as well? Yeah, I, I played guitar growing up. Did you sing? Uh, not really, no. I kind of like, I would do it myself, but I would never do it in front of anyone else. I just preferred like playing guitar. Should make a little duo. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, we, what? I, I'll pay to come see that. We should do a live podcast. Oh, God. And me and Andrea will we'll, we'll have a little, <clears throat> we'll play guitars together and we'll do a song. What's your best song? I'm thinking Hallelujah by Jeff. I would Jeff. happily pay VIP for that. <laughs> That's good. Front row seats. I just sit there like I cannot believe what I'm watching. You'll be on stage with us. You don't need to. Pay no, VIP. Like, trust me, I will not be on stage with you. You can take full range of that show. <laughs> All right, last fact of the show: a birthday cake after the candles have been blown out has 1,400% more bacteria than it did beforehand. Oh, that's so grim. You that's one of those that. things that uh, during the pandemic, everyone's like, oh, everyone's going to stop doing that after the pandemic. You know, like what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. everyone was just... Did you stop doing anything after the pandemic? No, I don't know why. I just knew when people were saying that. It was like, no, we're not. Did we're not we going to stop? stop. What do you mean? Like, did, did you... Uh, w- after lockdowns and pandemic, when we yeah. had a year and everything had gone back to normal, were you ever more cautious about things? I definitely, uh, w- which actually is funny because when I think back to it, it's disgusting. But I used to come back from like London and travelling and not wash my hands Ooh. when I got in. Yeah. That is actually disgusting. Yeah, I'm a bit more diligent with my hands. Yeah, like I'd come back from travelling on trains and stuff like that and I would not wash my hands. I'd pick up my PlayStation controller or whatever it might be. Yeah. Like I always wash my hands before I cook, but I might be at home for like two, three hours chilling. That's a bit disgusting. And like, I think just having sanitizer is just a good thing to have. It's good practice to just have a sanitizer while just like keep yourself clean. I think it's like good. Like, it's your hands, right? Like, but then you might get ill more though because you're mollycoddling yourself. No, but I'm not like there like constantly, but just having it, having access to having clean hands. You've got that in you though. I reckon you've got a bit of constant washing your hands in you. I'm a very, yeah, yeah. yeah. It comes in with the OCD. <clears> yeah. <throat> but I'm, I'm a clean freak when it comes to body and stuff. Hmm. Can't deal with smelling. No. Unless you're activity or whatever, but you know, if someone thought I smell, I'd be really upset by that. Oh. You know? People think my house smells. Well, you've kind you of don't admitted change that. your socks, do you? Well, it's <laughs> the sock thing. So last week, everyone was slagging me off because I said Disney families are weird. This week, <laughs> it's always, you never get slagged off. No, because I don't say things that are like that, mate. This like week, you, it was because yeah. I said that I, I don't wash my socks and everyone's having it. Apparently, that's a big deal. Because it's just, I mean, actually, I, like, can you support me here? I do he wash my socks. deserves a little bit of a dig for that. It's a little bit. Yeah, I do absolutely. wash my socks, but not like not religiously every day. It's just, oh, there's a sock there. I'll chuck it in the wash. There's a sock there. Just have a clean home. <clears throat> well, thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Baffled. <laughs> what have we learned? Well, a director was once so annoyed with film classifications, he made them watch 14 hours worth of paint drying. Also, if you're off to Korea, uh, bring us back some square apples and uh, always check... Are you, you're breathing, Andrea? You're breathing? I actually wasn't. You wasn't breathing? <laughs> no. We caught her. Me yeah. breathe. You were going to a funny shade of purple. Yeah. So that might be why. That happens. Um, info at baffledpod.com if you want to get in touch. Make sure you follow all our socials there at baffledpod.com. Uh, say goodbye, Connor. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Andrea. Goodbye. And have we been loud enough, Adam? I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>